have an intro? This is our intro. This Hi there, here. welcome to the Shiny Scroll Podcast. We are insane. I spilled water on myself. Grab a seat. Let's have some fun. introducing myself. My name is Melanie. I am a cosplayer, author. I attempt to be a musician, though it doesn't always end well. What are other creative things I do? I don't know. Brie, who are you? (laughs) Hi, my name is Brie. I am a writer, journalist, actress, I guess. What do you mean you guess? I don't know. I'm not getting paid for it. So can I really claim it? I'm not get really getting I don't get ready. paid for anything. What are you talking about? <laughs> that negates my entire intro if we're talking about going to get paid for. <laughs> I get paid to sit at a desk all day and say, hello, how are you? It's lovely weather outside. Just kidding. It's raining. I don't know. Like It's, it's really hard for me to claim my creative pursuits as a part of my identity, even though they very much are. Well, Um, that comes down to the fact that we continue to teach people that they can't make money off of their creative pursuits. They are hobbies and they should be nothing more than hobbies. And so we don't really consider hobbies to be who we are. We consider our professions to be who we are, even if we hate our professions. That's the thing is that we can't really make money. Like the normal Joe Schmo cannot make money with their creative pursuits. And I think a lot of it is because we have a tendency to punish people who are happy to do what they do. Well, yeah, like, because they're doing something different from what everybody else is doing. We are trying to homogenize society. But I just think it's morally bankrupt <laughs> to punish people for doing what they love. Like, just because a teacher loves to teach children doesn't mean that they should be punished financially for it. I think that's just because of the fact that there are too many people in the world that hate what they do. And so they're trying to take it out on everybody else because they feel like they were robbed of something in their lives and they don't think that anybody else should have that, which is a completely flawed ideology, but yet it exists. So that kind of brings us to what is being a creative? Because we named all of these separate items. Yeah. So, So basically the term creative is intended to just give representation and a voice to people who don't necessarily identify as artists, but still create something that could be seen as artistic. So we like the term creative and we hope that our podcast will be a voice for all creatives and a place for you to come commiserate with us in this insane world that we attempt to adult in and also be creatives in. And I don't know, just be fun and crazy and show that like you can be a creative and you can enjoy it and you shouldn't be put down because you like what you do. Creativity isn't really something that I think about being important. It's just kind of always been a part of who I am. Like I've always been a writer. I started playing the violin when I was nine. Creativity has just always been around me. I don't know who I am without it. Mine was kind of always my safe space. Like I don't know who or where or what I would be without my orchestra director. But I mean, I had the same orchestra director from fourth through graduation to the point where he kind of became a adoptive father, really. Yeah, I don't I don't know how to say why creativity is important to me. I guess creativity has been a bigger part of who I am than I ever really allowed myself to see until I became an individual adult. 
And I will say that like, even after that, it wasn't really until I found cosplay that I thought that I could do it. Right. So we've been really good friends for about four years. And when I met her, she was trying to get her doctorate in genetics. Her transition into accepting how much creativity meant to her in her daily life, it was so hard for her to accept it. We had so many conversations where letting go of the very structured dream of getting her doctorate to accept the very creative side of herself was very difficult. And it was very difficult to watch as her friend. Well, a lot of that has to do with the fact that I grew up in a family that required stability. You know, you need the house, you need the money, and you need the security. But I, as a person, don't need that. I don't need to know that I will be in the same place in five years. The idea actually quite scares me because... There's so much of the world to see and so much to experience that the idea of wasting five years in one place and only experiencing that place is kind of horrifying. My life personally will be empty if I don't experience stuff all the time. But that's, yeah, yeah, like that, that was very hard for me because from a very early age, I was told what my life should look like and I never had anybody question it that's not something you do around here nobody became an artist nobody I mean that's not entirely true one of the students from my high school now plays in Carnegie Hall like he's amazing and he is probably the only one but everybody saw him as a prodigy so right like if you're if you have no hopes of being in that top two percent then don't try yeah pretty much Yeah. I mean, I feel you there on such a very deep level because I still carry around the comments from my high school choir director who just straight up said, you know, your voice is too dark and everyone would agree with me. Like it was that comment that led me to like not even attempt to go after any vocal scholarships for college. You still carry that with you. I do every day. I find it it is exhausting. I find it absolutely insane to hear her say that kind of stuff because the first time we met, she was sick and this woman was belting Christina Aguilera in the damn car at full volume while being sick and still sounding very, 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 very close to Christina Aguilera herself. Like if that is her sick and she is judging herself on that, what does she sound like when she is not sick and when she has full confidence? The fact that somebody would tell her that she has a bad quality of voice and that like she still believes that after knowing full well what she is capable of doing is just mind-boggling because that is what society and what what effect people can have on others and i don't think they realize that they, they can have that effect um you know that little piece of advice that your parents always gave you like don't meet strangers on the internet they're gonna kidnap you 
<laughs> yeah, we kind of just ignored all of that. And we're like, hey, I met you on the internet. You want to go camping in the middle of nowhere where there's absolutely no cell service? And we don't know if either of us are actually serial killers. Oh, along a river, mind you. Oh, yeah. It would have been super easy to dump a body. I'm not entirely sure your Mini Cooper would have gotten out, though. Like, some type of, like, otherworldly entity probably have been like, you dumped a body. That Mini Cooper's not moving anymore now. <laughs> There would have been some karma there, like, instantaneously. Probably. You and your mini. Oh, my God. May the mini rest in peace. <sighs> we are insane. That's that's all I have to say. Speaking of insanity, what creative person isn't mildly insane? Because the nature of creativity requires you to think outside the box and think of something new or think of something old in a new way. What is that if not insanity? (laughs) I don't think that makes us insane. I think that makes us driven because plenty of people are creative, but let their creativity go. Like they sacrifice that for But like you're still, the ability to be creative though is still in abnormality. Being a creative and being able to create are two different things. I agree with you that a creative (laughs) is somebody who has determination But on that note, you don't become a creative if you don't have the ability to create. You can't take somebody who only has a logical mind and make them into a creative. They don't have the capability. So I wouldn't say that being creative is any more insane than being completely logical. I say insane with a lot of endearment. I don't mean it in it. Like everybody takes insane as and crazy and weird as negative terms. I crave being those things because it shows me that I am stepping outside of the boring square box that society has created and tried to shove me into. If that is the adjectives that somebody wants to throw at me, more power to them because I'm doing something right. And speaking of Melody's insanity, you can actually find us at Anime Midwest. Yes, we will be in Chicago, Illinois at Rosemont for Anime Midwest. Uh, July 4th through the 7th, we will be in cosplay all four days. We are hosting six panels and it's going to be intense and we're super excited and we really hope to chat with people about creativity. It's going to be fantastic. I'm so excited to be doing this with my best friend. In the words of Crowley. (laughs) I like how you've memorized lines already. I think you underestimate how much Good Omens means to me. I think I underestimate how quickly you, how many times you've watched this. I've only watched it twice. I've only watched clips of it multiple times. Oh my God. It just makes my heart so full, especially when Crowley enters Aziraphale's burning bookstore and he thinks that someone has killed his best friend. Yeah. And he literally literally just like kind of plops down on the ground. And he's just like, someone killed my best friend. <laughs> and all I can think of is like, I think Melody would react this way. I think I have a little bit more Slytherin than Crowley does. Because if I thought somebody killed you, my instant reaction was would be like, I'm going to jail. <laughs> because now I have to go kill somebody else. <laughs> how the cycle of vengeance works you kill my friend i kill you your cousin kills me my dog kills you like i'm trying to imagine roxy killing anything oh my god my dog is so incapable we launched july 15th and 
we on that day we will actually be launching three podcasts. Uh, we'll be launching a regular season podcast, an off season podcast to show you guys what would be available on our Patreon, and we'll be doing a special con podcast, uh, which will be held at con regarding our con experience. Um, if you like our off topic podcast, you can head over to our Patreon and support us, and you will have access to all of our off topic podcasts. Um, our Patreon is the shiny squirrel. Additionally, if you guys just want to hear us, you know, ramble and be crazy all over the internet, we are also on Twitter. Okay. I'm on Twitter. I do all the tweeting apparently. And our Twitter is shiny squirrel po. That is P O for podcast. We are going to be doing in our regular season, a Hogwarts house championship. By that, we mean that you our listeners can award or deduct house points from Bree's house, which is Gryffindor, or my house, which is Slytherin, based on your opinion of what we say during all of our episodes. And at the end of each season, we will be awarding some arbitrary award that is supposedly going to resemble a house cup. I almost said the Goblet of Fire. <laughs> Pretty sure everybody would have killed me. Probably. I have read Harry Potter, I promise. It's just been a long time. wrong on the goddamn Twitter. <laughs>